Today, I'm going to give you 10 players who are trending up and two players who are trending down in fantasy football ahead of week 15. These will help you make proper roster and lineup decisions as we begin the fantasy football playoffs and on the road to a championship. Let's start with our guys who are trending up. Ezekiel Elliott was a full-blown bell cow in the first game without Ramondre Stevenson. He played 91% of the snaps, led the team with eight targets and a 30.8% target share, and he was the only Patriots running back to touch the football. With Stevenson expected to miss more time with his ankle injury, Zeke is in line for more high-touch outings. The Chiefs present a difficult matchup in Week 15, but after that, it's the Buccaneers and the Bills, both of which have struggled against opposing running backs this season. So if Stevenson remains out, Ezekiel Elliott is going to be a high-volume RB2 for the duration of the fantasy football playoffs. The Ravens needed rookie wide receiver Zay Flowers to step up in the absence of star tight end Mark Andrews. And so far, he's done just that. In the two games without Mark Andrews, Zay Flowers has caught 11 of 18 targets, and he's scored three touchdowns. He has led the Ravens in targets in both games, and he's also run 100% of the routes in each. Now Flowers gets a matchup with the Jaguars, who have been torched by Jake Browning and Joe Flacco over the last two weeks. And then after a difficult matchup with the 49ers in Week 16, it will be a potential shootout environment with the Dolphins during Fantasy Football Championship Week. Zay Flowers will continue to be heavily involved, and he's approaching must-start territory. And if you believe Zay Flowers beats up on an exploitable Jaguar secondary in Week 15, then you can play this pick on Underdog Fantasy. Lock in your pick now or draft a whole starting lineup for Week 15 and use promo code YARDSPER to get a $100 deposit match and a free mystery pick em. I was a big Chase Brown fan when he came out of Illinois. He was highly productive in college and he possessed size, speed, and explosion with a versatile skill set. Now we're starting to see him get some usage in the Bengals offense. Prior to week 13, Chase Brown's highest snap share was 7%, which came back in week 6. Then in week 13, he played 15% of the snaps. He doubled that in week 14 up to 30%. And in that game, he ran a route on 29.6% of Jake Browning's dropbacks, and he commanded a 12% target share. And Brown took one of his three receptions for a 54-yard touchdown, showing off that big play threat we love so much in his prospect profile. Chase Brown now has 166 yards on 20 touches over the last two weeks. We can expect his role to continue to expand over the next few weeks, making him a must-add in all leagues. At worst, he's a great handcuff to Joe Mixon. I've been saying to stash Ty Chandler on your bench all season long, and this may finally be the moment we've been waiting for. Starter Alexander Madison left early in week 14 with an ankle injury. Now, the severity of that injury at this time is unknown, but it was enough to keep Madison off the field for the remainder of the game. If he's forced to miss time, it's going to be Ty Chandler asked to handle the majority of the backfield work for the Vikings. And after Madison left the game in week 14, Chandler took all but three snaps. Now the production wasn't really there, but he had 12 rush attempts and he caught all three of his targets. Ty Chandler is an all-purpose running back with 4.38 speed. He's got enough size at 205 pounds to break some tackles. And he's got the receiving chops to really create a ceiling for himself in fantasy football. It's going to be fun to see what he can do as the lead guy. It's probably safe to project him for about 15 to 20 touches if Alexander Madison sits. And keep in mind, the Vikings play on Saturday in Week 15, so that's one fewer day for Alexander Madison to heal up. So if Ty Chandler is available in your league, go pick him up. He can give you weekly RB2 production as long as he's the starter. 
If you roster DeAndre Swift, you must be thinking I put him in the wrong category during this video because he's actually trending down. However, he's coming off back-to-back -back brutal matchups with the 49ers and the Cowboys. Not only are those two of the tougher defenses to run against in the NFL, but both were blowout losses that kept the Eagles a negative game script for the majority of the game. Looking ahead, though, the Eagles' schedule opens up just in time for the fantasy football playoffs. And they kick it off with the Seahawks at Week 15. Seattle has allowed the fifth most fantasy points to the running back position this season. And it's the Giants in Week 16 and the Cardinals in Week 17. They've surrendered the eighth and the second most points per game to running backs, respectively. Not only are these extremely favorable matchups for DeAndre Swift, but they are also games that should put the Eagles back into some more positive game scripts which will naturally create more running opportunities. And they should also get back to scoring some points too, which will bring more red zone and goal line touches. Now, for all the reasons we love DeAndre Swift in the fantasy football playoffs, we need to keep Kenneth Gainwell stashed. He can bring some flex appeal in a pinch, but he's also a league winner if anything were to happen to DeAndre Swift. I cannot remember a year that had so many quarterback injuries. The position has been a wasteland. That means there are more fantasy teams than ever in the playoffs that are streaming the quarterback position. And the latest to emerge as a quality streaming option is the Bengals' Jake Browning. Browning has finished as a QB1 in fantasy football in back-to-back -back weeks with performances of 26.7 and 24.7 fantasy points. He has thrown for 629 yards and three touchdowns over those two games while rushing for two more. Browning has completed over 75% of his passes in back-to-back -back weeks. In fact, he has the highest completion percentage over the first three career starts of any quarterback since 1950, according to Player Profiler. Now, the schedule gets a little bit tougher from here, but Jake Browning has proven to be a usable streaming option, and he's the hot hand. So why not keep rolling with him while it lasts? Cooper Cup is back. After five straight games under 10 fantasy points, Cooper Cup has scored 41.4 over the last two weeks. And he's done that against quality defenses in the Browns and the Ravens. In week 14, Cup went over 100 yards for the first time since week six. And he scored his third touchdown of the season. He's gotten right just in time for the finish football playoffs and in time for a three-game stretch of matchups against the Commanders, the Saints, and the Giants. Now, the Saints have been respectable against opposing wide receivers, but the Commanders and the Giants, they've allowed the second and third most fantasy points per game to the position. We can trust Cooper Cup moving forward. He's a must start through the fantasy football playoffs. Cooper Cup is back. The Chiefs may have a wide receiver problem, but rookie Rashi Rice is not part of that. The team has ramped up his role considerably over the last few weeks. He's had a target share over 25% each of the last three games. That's given him 29 targets. And his route participation rate has continued to rise up to a season-high 82.2% in Week 14. And that has resulted in fantasy football finishes of wide receiver 3, wide receiver 22, and wide receiver 10 over the last three weeks. And in the fantasy football playoffs, Rashi Rice gets matchups against the Patriots, the Raiders, and the Bengals. I have never been so happy to see Zach Wilson. As weird as it is to say, Zach Wilson is the best quarterback option the Jets have available on the roster right now until Aaron Rodgers returns in 2024. The offense showed some semblance of competence in Week 14 with Zach Wilson back under center. And that helped propel 
Brees Hall to 26.6 fantasy points and an RB2 overall finish. Now, I'm not naive enough to think that this is the Zach Wilson we're going to get every week, but it's surely a hell of a lot better than the Tim Boyle experience. But what is most encouraging for Hall, though, is the uptick in his usage in the passing game. He's now had a target share over 20% in four straight games. That is elite usage. While he continues to struggle to get much going on the ground, Brees Hall can be safely used as an RB2 in fantasy football as long as he continues to get heavy work as a receiver. The Texans wide receiver core is disintegrating before our eyes. Two weeks ago, we lost Tank Dell for the season with a broken leg. Then Nico Collins suffered a calf injury in week 14. And he is expected to miss at least one game, which means Noah Brown becomes the wide receiver one in Houston. However, rookie Xavier Hutchinson is an interesting one to watch in deeper leagues. I liked Hutchinson a lot coming out of Iowa State. He had one of the most productive college resumes of any wide receiver in the 2023 class, and he has the size and the skill set that can transfer to the NFL. After Nico Collins went down in week 14, it was Robert Woods who led the team in a routes run with 27, but he had just one more route than Noah Brown and just four more than Xavier Hutchinson. Second-year receiver John Metchie was involved, but further behind with just 15 routes. If Nico Collins is forced to miss more time, Robert Woods will continue to operate from the slot, while Xavier Hutchinson is a much more natural one-for-one replacement for a big outside target like Collins as opposed to John Mechie. So if there's going to be another wide receiver who emerges as a fantasy football relevant play from this group, I expect it's going to be Xavier Hutchinson. So for that reason, he is well worth a speculative ad in deeper leagues. Before we get to the players who are trending down in week 15, if you're enjoying this video and you find it at all valuable, please hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. I'll be making content like this all the way through the fantasy playoffs. And let me know your toughest start-sit decision for week 15 in the comments, and I'll let you know what I would do. Khalil Herbert is dead. Not literally, but in fantasy football, he's droppable. It has been a month since he last led the Bears running backs in snaps. And that included the week 12 game when Deontay Foreman didn't even play. Herbert was relegated to just a 21% snap share and eight touches in that game, while rookie Roshan Johnson played nearly 75% of the snaps. It got us excited that they were going to finally commit to Roshan Johnson, but instead it was more of a reflection on how much they dislike Khalil Herbert. And his snap share went down even more in week 14, down to 17% when Deontay Foreman was back. And that resulted in just three carries for eight yards with no targets and no touchdowns. So it looks like Khalil Herbert is the backup to Foreman at this point, while Roshan Johnson is the passing game back. So that makes Khalil Herbert droppable. Jordan Addison got off to such a hot start when Justin Jefferson went down with his hamstring injury. He even had a wide receiver one overall finish in week seven. But he hasn't sniffed 100 yards since then, and he hasn't had a top 30 finish since back in week nine. Jordan Addison's last three games have resulted in 7.4, 9.9, in 4.7 fantasy points. And week 14 was a new low when he was targeted just three times, catching two for 27 yards. Remember, this has all been without Justin Jefferson, other than the early portion of week 14 before Jefferson was knocked out of the game again. Now, it sounds like there's a good chance that Jefferson is back in week 15, which will only make things more difficult for Jordan Addison to be productive in this offense. Man, we need Kirk Cousins back so bad. Hey, if you like that video, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment on what you want me to talk about next. You can find all my stuff, my rankings, 
articles, podcasts, more videos like this on yardsperfantasy.com. Just download the Yards Per Fantasy app, and we thank you for your support.